up that scene. Uh, what's the vampire anime you're watching? Devil's Line. Devil's Line. I looked up that scene with him in the alley just to see what the hell it is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, without, I mean, you remember the scene. The one where he got shot? No, the one where he relieves himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the rooftop. Oh, it's a rooftop. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, that's not as bad then. <laughs> Surprising amount of comments from people there who say it's super hot. And I'm like, huh, maybe these are all men who are into vampire boys saying it's hot. But I never equate a guy masturbating to hot. It's usually people find it gross or sad. Yeah, Doom Generation. Is that the beginning of the movie or is that when uh, Rose McGowan's in the bathtub? No, it's when she's, it must be the beginning because she's with the... her boyfriend at that time. Okay. And it's the the guy they pick up who's watching them. And yeah. Them. But we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> Lindsay, let's talk about episode 64 of Inuyasha called Giant Ogre of the Forbidden Temple. Tower. Tower. Giant <laughs> Ogre of the Forbidden Tower. I did write down tower. I don't know why I said temple. <laughs> Uh, this title comes up at a perfect time, too. If you notice, Kaede is the one who's like, oh, no. And they're like, Kaede, do you know something about this area? It's like, There may be a giant ogre in that pagoda over there. <laughs> and then giant ogre of the Forbidden Tower. Spoiler alert. I know. And this episode <laughs> is less funny than the last one. It is. It's, it's pretty serious. So I was going to spring a surprise Reddit recap on you because guess what? We've already reached the end of the disc. <gasps> what you gave me. The third disc? Fourth disc. Fourth, I believe. But to my surprise, I looked at the fifth disc. It's where the subtitles start. <gasps> Not only that, they start over uh, all the way at Ryukotse. Oh. Yep. So they kind of overlap a little yep, bit. Yep, they do. And I gave a brief look. They look like fan subtitles. Yes. So I may have to just uh, continue what I'm doing with watching subtitles on that, on the ones that I bought, and dubs on the ones that I bought. But maybe I'll compare and contrast because a little bit, I know, I'm giving myself more work. <laughs> uh, but I did look at the fan subs and it looks like proper nouns they're not translating it's very kind of basic so Hoshima is just that it's not monk or anything when Kaede says priestess which is Miko Miko it just says Miko oh okay because I watched the previous episodes like we have to do something about these two Mikos but they do translate the um, the opening theme so I got to finally see some lyrics. Oh. And it was something like uh, the adventure to find the shards of our heart or something like that. <laughs> so I have to rewatch a couple of those just to see what's, what Sounds is happening. like a romance anime. Aww. <laughs> so cute. I wonder if this conversation is relatable for our listeners. So what did you think of this episode? saga you seem kind of dismissive of it i think i like the other four episodes better really this is probably my least favorite out of like the five that she's in hmm maybe i liked it more 
All of her episodes are really good, though. I do really like Tsubaki. Yeah. And they ex- I don't know why. They extended her stay from the manga, from what I understand, that this two-parter was uh, anime-specific. I think I mentioned that. So I'm guessing what happens at the end of this episode where she ages rapidly and gets the jewel shard taken from her happens earlier in the manga, maybe when she's wandering by herself and uh, Kagura just goes, yoink, see ya. <laughs> Yay. It was good seeing her in this. I like that she's just like, hey, this isn't my fight. I'm just going to stand back here. And then she's like, win, win, win. Yeah. And they're like, hey. You're fighting. Yeah, she was bored. <laughs> so she decided to put her life in danger. <laughs> and I, I'm going to miss Tsubaki. She was a good... I felt kind of bad for her, too, by the end of the episode. I mean, everything's her fault, and she doesn't learn. But the fact that they were showing her kind of becoming a priestess, and she was on the right path, and then jealousy and insecurity gave way to... And she fucked with the wrong woman, so, oops. Yeah, she turned herself into a monster instead of just... But then I thought that part was weird because I thought Songo's clan had the jewel and they knew of a priestess who, you know, had purifying powers. They were going to give it to her. Oh, yeah. So then where did her master come in to give it to... Was he just like a middleman? He might have been the one who told them about the priestess who could do it. Okay. That could work. Okay. Yeah, she's like, why didn't you give it to me? It's it's not personal. It's just she could do it, and you can't. Sure, there are some things you can do that she can't. You could take things into your eye. (laughs) That's a cool power. (laughs) No. Inuyasha's just got a measly little pearl. <laughs> Subaki's putting him to shame. <laughs> yep. A lot of eye powers in this. So our gang's rushing up to the uh, pagoda that's in the distance, and Kaede remembers who Subaki is, and she's flashing back to the tension. Kikyo in that flashback seems, like, reverent. Like, oh, that's Subaki. Like, she's a fellow priestess. You gotta show her respect. Which I kind of enjoyed. I thought maybe she was like a little higher ranking, like her clothes are nicer. Um, they didn't seem to even hesitate when uh, Kikyo and Kaede got out of the way. They're just like, yep, get out of our way. Yep. Which I think maybe made Tsubaki a little prideful. Kind of like, a, oh, I am above you. Ah, and it could have made her angry that why was she promoted before me? Yeah, I've worked really hard for this. But what are you going to do? And then Kagome senses the jewel, and Kaede says there might be an ogre in there. Oh, yeah. Let's run to the glowing red sky. <laughs> you think that's where the evil is? Let's head that way. <laughs> and more monsters. Uh, oh, but they're made of paper. Yes. More shikikami. Are these from... No, they wouldn't be from the girls who are just trying no, to No, I think they're Tsubakis. Okay. Good. But then they make like a comment that they're weak, easy to defeat. Almost like they're being lured there? No. Why would that be part of the plan? It's just they're weak. I think they're weak because she's concentrating on breaking these seals. Mm-hmm. And they're more of a time stall than actually expecting them to do anything. Yeah. Because this breaking the seal does take time. 
she mentioned. As we know. <laughs> now, meanwhile, Moroku is tending to the princess's needs, or priestess's needs. And Shippo's getting water. Now, of course he's getting water. I did <laughs> laugh so out loud at that. At that. <laughs> but Moroku's doing good of not touching them until they wake up where they can fight him off. And he didn't grope them. He just... You know, took their hands and asked if they would bear him some He's children. a little better this time. Because last time it's like, now's not the time of the place, Moroku. Yeah, but then he's just like, hey, would you bear me a son? And she's like, one. uh... And then he goes, oh, that one's a week too. And she goes, well, just anyone do? No. Nice to meet you. I'm Moroku. I really need a son. <laughs> Well, he had some takers like those episodes back. Yep. <laughs> At the Kaede village. Yeah, Seems like, there's plenty of women there who are willing. Yeah. Shippo's like, oh good, you're awake. And they're afraid of him at first, but Moroku vouches for him and then they start pinching his face and pulling his tail. Yes. And Shippo just has to endure it so they think he's a nice demon. <laughs> and Moroku's jealous of that? Apparently. He's into some weird stuff, this Moroku. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's just the girls paying attention and yeah. hugging and petting them, or if it's the the pinching and the tail pulling. <laughs> Sango pinches him frequently, and he doesn't seem that into it. So he tells him about Subaki, and we cut to the pagoda, where Kagura exits and is like, What's up? <laughs> And I thought this was going to be the big thing. A zombie warrior man comes oh. out. Because he seemed pretty scary. And then Kagura starts getting involved. And she use, uses four wind attacks. Which the dubbed version. Three out of the four. Are just her uh, dance of blades. And then one is the dance of the dragon. Which looks like uh, tornadoes. Um, yeah it reminded me of the backlash wave. Yeah a little bit. And um. One of them in the subtitled version is called Fujin. Fu means wind, I think. Yeah. Very good. You're well on your way to learning Japanese. It's very easy language. That's supposed <laughs> to be a Kill Bill reference. Um, yeah, I looked it up. It's got a couple of translations, of course, but it is Wind God. So calling on the power of Fujin, I guess. It also means woman. It also in Chinese means between. Kagura's getting involved, so of course they have to kill Kagura. So Kagome fires an arrow at Kagura's face and breaks one of her earrings. I couldn't tell. I was waiting for like the little thin line to appear and Me then too. the blood to come down, but then that didn't happen, so I'm like... Did, did she just shoot it really close? Did she like disperse the demonic Aura? Did she take one of her earrings? I don't know. But it does scare her. It. Yes. And Kaede fires a regular arrow and Kagura gets pissed <laughs> and floats away. She does know when to cut and run. And Inuyasha uses the Windsgar to kill the warrior. So they can go on inside. And inside, the gang sees that the seal is broken. So they venture further in on their own little Dungeons and Dragons style adventure. And meanwhile, the girls and Moroku are on the way. And they're still not, like, 100% believing that Sudafaki is a dark priestess. They're like, what? Yeah. 
and he's uh, making sure they're not falling off of Kilala by wrapping his arms around their hips. Really? <laughs> I actually can't see that okay. in the shot. I was say, I didn't notice. Shoot. I was looking the second time I watched it. It looks like the girl in front, the blue one. I knew who they were last week. I don't know this week. <laughs> Let's look it up. I take notes for a reason, after all. Oh, sorry, with the white one. Botan is in front. And Momiji, the red one, is closer to Moroku. And she looked like she had almost blush lines around her eyes a little bit. And he was like, you can't see where his arms are, but you could see his smiling face. Like, mm, as Shippo laments, like, mm, he's really enjoying this. Mm. I think he was more enjoying being in charge. Of like, come on, ladies, let's go. Mm. Make haste, Kilala. Seems like a kind of Moroku-ish. How old are these girls again? Moving on. <laughs> so he's still on that other side of that line. Yeah. So Subaki, <clears throat> Subaki breaks the final seal on this rock, the dub they call it the Golden God. I think I missed that in the subtitle, if that's what she calls him. Hmm. But a voice from within speaks, desiring to kill her, and then she sucks him in her eye using the jewel's power. And then she has a pretty cool... She's put the jewel in her eye. Yeah, did I miss that? I don't think so, because I didn't miss it either. Yeah, I had to catch up, too. I was like, oh, the jewel's in her eye. Okay, got it. But then I thought she said something about it, so I'm like, oh, she must have stuck it in her eye, and then later when the bee comes flying out with it, so I guess she needed the jewel in her eye to Well, how did that bee get there? Demon in her eye? <laughs> That's the other question. That Sneaky was, bees. <laughs> was never answered. Uh, yeah. But this was cool in the subtitle version. The ogre has his own voice. And then when they transform later, they merge those two voices. Oh. I think in the dubbed version, it just sounds like they downpitched the regular voice actress and mm. then melded those two. She takes on the power of the ogre just as our gang shows up seconds too late. Yes, her arms start turning red. And she, I mean, she just wanted to be young and beautiful, putting that demon in your eye was not the way to go about it yeah she's consumed by her own ambition she was living a pretty good life being a crazy witch doctor in the woods who had put curses on people yeah naraku had to ruin everything but she still hates kikio it took some reminding this time like she almost forgot her and yeah she blames kikio when all kikio did was just kind of reflect she defended herself, is what she yeah. did. But she, I guess it's the whole being jealous of Kikyo, that Kikyo had the jewel in the first place, and all that's just sort of amplified. And, and Kaede goes, what, what are you talking about? What happened between you and my sister? And I'm like, did you and Kikyo, like, never talk? <laughs> you knew who this priestess was, but... You didn't know that Kikyo shot a snake back at her and it landed in her eye? That's a good point to bring up. I thought there was going to be something more. Like, where did this resentment initially come from? And we were going to get a flashback of that. But we don't. It's just like, that time that snake went in my eye, that was her fault, remember? That seems like something Kikyo would have mentioned to her sister. Like, how was your day, sis? Oh, weird day. A woman <laughs> flung a snake at me. 
So I knocked it back. She put it in her eye. Who was it? Well, you remember Subaki? Oh, yeah. Really? Her? Yeah. yeah. Alright, well, I gotta take the Shikan Jewel now and go into the woods. <laughs> it just seems... I don't know. It seems weird that Kaede wouldn't know. Yeah. Maybe she forgot. Maybe Kaede, it's time to put her in the home. <laughs> I know. She could still ride a horse and shoot an arrow. No, she's kicking ass. She's on this adventure. <laughs> she's more useful than Chippo. Hey, somebody needs to get water and melt those girls' hearts without breaching uh, since pretty uh, iffy. Anyway. So then Tsubaki starts to transform. Oh, well, she knocks Inuyasha back with, like, a weird wind attack. And then starts to transform. And the girls in Moroku show up just as the pagoda starts to collapse. And a giant friggin' ogre is out. And the Tsubaki ogre. <laughs> yeah. It's got her hair and her little forehead shell. <laughs> and her glowing eye that glows sometimes. <laughs> and she brings down lightning powers because she has those now. Inuyasha is knocked away, and he tries the wind scar, and it gets blocked. Oh no! Yeah, I went. Wow, you just like mastered the wind scar last season, and now it's already like ineffective. Mm-hmm. Then she shoots lightning bullets everywhere, and Moroku goes, "All right, my turn to shine." <laughs> wind tunnel. And then she shoots like a laser She's at like, him. Like no. He was like, "Oh, <laughs> I need to flee." And you know what else doesn't work is a sacred arrow that Kagome shoots into oh, her arm. Or the Horaikos, really, Sango. Oh, that's a bit. That's in a bit. Oh, okay. So it's even worse okay. that like we've tried all these things. Now I'm gonna try the Horaikosu, and no. Okay, so yeah, so she shoots the sacred arrow into her arm. And it looks like it burns. Yeah, it hurts her. A little bit. And she says something like, uh, "You may be Kikyo's clone?" Question mark. But you're not nearly as good as she is pretty so, much like kikyo's sacred arrows would have felled me so Tsubaki talks some more shit about kikyo is this where we get the flashback we get another one here with her master there's a third one i think that's a little but the weird. one was just her being like cute with her master yeah little baby Tsubaki is super Aww. cute so Inuyasha is knocked away again. The Horaikotsu is knocked away. Thanks, Sango. Yeah. You tried. Sango's like, wait. Shippo, try Foxfire. <laughs> See if that works. So Tsubaki's laughing. He's like, keep trying. I want more power. I'm going to suck in everything. She wants to suck in the one who melted Kikyo's heart and ruined her life. But it's also pissing him off. Cause she tries to suck him <laughs> in and he's not doing it. He says something like, I think maybe that's also an attempt to hurt Kikyo. She kills Inuyasha, Kikyo is going to be. Inuyasha shows some self-awareness by knowing how good Kikyo was, how good the jewel is, how she taints it. Do you think he knows that he has the same plan to use the jewel to become a demon, which would probably corrupt it? <laughs> <laughs> or is this a learning experience for him? Um... I don't think he sees that happening to him. And I still, he has started second guessing whether that's the best right. method. Although they haven't told us that he's given up on it or if he's still definitely going to do it. But he definitely doesn't talk about it like he used to. Nope, he's not as excited as he used to be. Oh, here's the flashback maybe you were talking about where 
her master says, it's not about you. And then she leaves. And says, I will not be second to Kikyo. Yep. I'm going to find a snake. Throw it at her. <laughs> You'll see. So more lightning hits everything. Inuyasha rushes forward pretty fucking mad. And uses the backlash wave against some fire. Where Tsubaki is promptly torn apart. And she returns to human form. <laughs> yeah, it was like the the demon like encasing her just like dissolved into chunks. She seems fine. Until a bee flies out of her eye with the jewel. And she hasn't given up. Because she's like, well, that plan didn't work. I still have the jewel. I'm going to come back with another plan. She needs Koga to help her learn how to retreat. You're not going to win this fight. Just come back and fight another day. Look at these legs. Or Kagura. Oh, Kagura, yeah. Yeah. She's right there. She could <laughs> help her do the same thing. Yeah, I'd be getting there with the demon, I guess. <laughs> it comes flying out with the jewel. <laughs> yeah, Sango tries to knock it down and succeeds, but then Kagura's just there and grabs Yoink. it. She's like, ha ha, you guys thought I left. I was hiding in the trees. <laughs> so evil. We'll meet again, heroes. That's what she says. So Subaki ages and says, where did this all go wrong? Was it when I did this? Was it when I did that? And she picks all of the wrong answers and then decides, no, I did everything right. And then dissolves into dust. <laughs> I wonder if she realized, would have realized... Ah, uh, I got, you know, too greedy or too prideful or too envious. Um, if she still would have dissolved. Because she, like, learned, like, oh, I've really gone astray. If only I hadn't. I don't want to go, Tony. But then she goes <laughs> on to... So our gang departs. The girls are like, sorry. Yeah, yeah, nothing really... They were just, they got there. Tsubaki was like a demon. Maroko's like, oh, girls, stay back a little bit. So they, they do. And then all their, then they're like, oh, sorry we caused you trouble. Bye. Yeah. Maroko doesn't even try to like, we'd better stay the night. I sense a dark cloud <laughs> over this place. <laughs> nope. Nothing. Just like, okay. And then. introduced you and you had a lot of screen edible. time in the first episode, but now you're done ever see those priestesses again well one of the voice actresses come back comes back for a character that i don't know who she is i remember you told me who it was but it is not the name that i was thinking of uh, it's not the person i think it was but do you know that character no. okay well maybe it's another I girl thought it was a different character and i went oh but now i just looked up the character i thought it was and she's got a different name so i want to say it starts with a k <laughs> Oh, another one. <laughs> yeah. What a surprise. <laughs> so, as they're walking away, Inuyasha has a moment where he senses something. And you see something move in the bushes. Yeah. I didn't know who it was because it was a really tiny thing. It was. And who is it? It's our girl, Kikyo. I thought they were headed towards this from the beginning. That she was going to Han Solo her way in at the very end and save the day with a real sacred arrow and kill Tsubaki. But I think she turned up too late. <laughs> I think she was just waiting in the wings. 
the whole time? To make sure that Inuyasha was okay. Could be. Wouldn't he have smelled her? Eh, maybe she rubbed aloe vera all over Like, herself. when he heard something, he's like, yeah, what is it? But wouldn't he have still gotten her scent? So did he, like, know she was there and purposefully walked away? Like, oh, it's nothing? Like, for everyone else? I don't think he knew. Um, maybe the miasma screwed up his senses so he couldn't smell her. But either way, she is, like, it's the most vulnerable she's ever been. What an obsessed woman. Sort of like me. You do like him. Yeah. She's like doing the... Is it Man Who Knew Too Little? That Bill Murray movie? Or is that Pink Panther? Okay. All right. Beverly Hills Ninja. Did you see that Chris Farley movie? He thinks he's a good ninja, but his brother is the one who's doing all of the real ninja stuff. Forget all of these references. Just forget the whole thing. But she's following them around, making sure they're okay, is what I'm saying. So Kikyo's the bad ninja? No. The good ninja. The good ninja. Does she think she's the bad ninja? I'm not saying it's a one-to-one -one comparison. <laughs> In fact, I shouldn't have even brought it up. <laughs> you really need to, to see these movies I keep talking about. See, I think she's like, you know, the Phantom of the Opera, who's like loving him from afar. Oh, but sometimes she actually... Oh, wait. Well, that happened, too, yeah. in Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. I don't remember that movie, really. The music of the night. But that <laughs> that was Giant Ogre of the Forbidden <laughs> Fruit Tower. Fruit Tower? <laughs> I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I really like season three so far. It's good. What do you think of season three so far? Your sneer says that you hate it. Well, I don't think I cared for, like, what, the first six episodes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But then when we got to the Tsubaki Saga, I'm just calling it the Tsubaki Saga. That's Seems great. Like that's what it is. That almost sounds like Tsubaki-san Samar Saga. That's <laughs> what I I'll know. be calling it. Oh, we need some Sheshi in here. Maybe he's coming. I hear tell in the next episode, Moroku is going to attack Sango for no reason. Maybe it's some the sort of... The next one looks... Like it's gonna be a funny. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't know why Maroku's attacking because I just listened. I didn't watch, but oh, I do know that little spoiler. So you didn't see. I didn't see why. Disrobing. Whoa! <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> it, Any... it looks like it's gonna be a. Is it a hot springs episode? <laughs> I can't remember. There's something that, like, is possessing them and making them act weird. Oh, one of those. I think. I don't, I'm a little foggy on it, but I think that's what it is. So I think it's just kind of a funny, funny thing. It's a departure. Funny episode. And then we'll get back to story. Then I think we might get to the main story of season three. Oh, there's a main story. It is, because our friend Naraku... What's he been up to this whole time? Oh, my God. I figure he'd want to retire. Like Blofeld in Honor Her Majesty's Secret Service. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back. Oh, not next week. I'm out of town. But the week after, where we talk about um, Moroku attacks Sango because he's possessed at a hot springs. I don't know what the next episode is. <laughs> but it sounds like a hoot. <laughs> Lindsay, take us out. Mm -hmm.